spoiler warning, we're going to talk about everything. Yeah. For the first season. Hello and welcome to Keyframed In Betweens, a mini podcast about puppetry. I'm your host, Jeff Turner, and with me today is it's, John. That's me. I'm John. Yeah, I did a long pause there because I forgot that we don't introduce ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I also forgot and started stepping in and then it got awkward and now here we are. Yep. Uh, what a place to be. What are we here doing today? It's like you said, puppetry. Everybody mm. likes puppets. It's what we talk about all the time on this podcast. Is Hang on a second. I know from the album art on this podcast that we usually talk about anime. That's ridiculous. Why? Why are we talking about puppets today? This is this is crazy. <laughs> uh, man, I don't. Uh... It's because we're talking about Thunderbolt <laughs> Fantasy, the most anime ass Muppet show you ever saw. Yes, but not Muppets. Muppets are a very specific thing, right? All right, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, these guys are not Muppets. They're not weird fuzzy monsters at all. Yeah, these are like traditional, as far as I know, Chinese. Like, I guess in this case, Taiwanese puppets. It's because the company is Taiwanese. Yeah, and we don't recognize the China's hold over Taiwan. Sorry. <laughs> All of our Chinese fans. <laughs> <laughs> Kicked yes. off Billy Billy for sure. Oh, no. Anyway, Thunderbolt Fantasy. It's a pretty cool show about some puppets doing crazy uh, wuxia at each other. Uh, yeah, it was a partnership between Nitro Plus and Good Smile of... Japanese anime figure fame and I don't know how to pronounce it Pili Pili I don't know how to pronounce it they're the Taiwanese company they do puppet shows in Taiwan and yeah apparently this has been a very very long running thing for them and at one point it got like stolen sort of uh, Robotech style <clears throat> and turned into a different series over here called Wulin Warriors it was on Cartoon Network in 2006 uh, and I watched a clip of it, and wow, it is special. <laughs> Taken off the block due to poor ratings and complaints. The translation had a number of problems. Puns were inserted in places they were not present originally, and Scar, known as a, a Chinese name in the original, was changed from a mute to a dispenser of wisecracks normally about pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of the 13 episodes produced, only two episodes aired before it was canceled. Holy shit. God damn. Hey, people really didn't like it. That's like bordering on it almost being done on a bet or a dare. <laughs> How fast do you get a show canned? <laughs> I guess all 13 episodes are available on YouTube. I Googled it earlier and watched, like I said, a, a little bit of one episode and <clears throat> it was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. It was definitely also not of the visual quality of Thunderbolt Fantasy. Mm -hmm. I guess we should also mention, like, I think you said that, like, Somebody at one of these companies just happened to see what Peely was doing. It was like, oh, yeah, puppets are pretty cool. I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gen Urobuchi, uh, the uh, the writer of Thunderbolt Fantasy, as well as several other things, uh, 
Yeah, he was the uh, one of his notable works is Puella Magica, uh, yeah. Magi Madoka Magica. Uh, you can clean that up in post. Well, um, <laughs> everybody knows what it is. It's... Yeah, Fate Zero, Psychopath, like lots of good stuff. And he just, yeah, he just kind of happened upon this, these guys doing the, sh- uh, doing a show and struck up a conversation with them, and the rest was history. So Thunderbolt Fantasy is, I guess, a spinoff with only real, really vague connections to their main series, which is called Peely Fantasy. Which means Thunderbolt, I guess. Hmm. So that makes sense. Uh, Sanda Baruto. Fantagy. <laughs> yes. Nailed it. You got it. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so Thunderbolt Fantasy is a spinoff of their main series. And they are... That Netflix series that I that I think I linked a video to at one point mm-hmm. or mentioned is a remake of... The sixth season of Peely Fantasy, which is unrelated to Thunderbolt Fantasy, at least in terms of the you know the main story. So, is there any like? Is it just in the same like world, or is it like same characters? There's some cameos, but minor. Okay. But yeah, it's a standalone series or story, basically. I don't know how it ties up at all, if at all. But all right, it's, it's a really weird thing. It's weird. Yep. And yet also oddly good. It's very good. And not just because it's like weirdly novel. It's actually like of a high quality. John, tell us what the show is about. Uh, okay. Thunderbolt Fantasy is a, is a puppet show about uh, a guy who just doesn't want to deal with anybody's bullshit, gets caught up in somebody's bullshit, and I guess there's like a magic sword, and... The sword is currently in pieces, and a big bad sword collector wants to get those pieces so he can have all the cool swords to himself. And there's cool kung fu, or whatever you would call it, because I don't know martial arts. And also magic, mm-hmm. as is traditional in Wuxia, I guess. Yeah, it's got that like sort of weird magical realism kung fu thing that happens in some wuxia movies like crutching tiger hidden dragon where everybody can just kind of like casually fly and walk on bamboo trees and stuff yeah uh, the first time i was introduced to the concept of wuxia i was in a very very long very thorough post written on some anime forum about how dragon ball is the perfect wuxia story which um it was pretty convincing it convinced me but also i didn't know what wuxia was before i started reading it and then I started learning more, and yeah, it pretty much qualifies as Wuxia, but this is probably more pure as to what mm-hmm. that genre, I guess, originally entailed. Uh, it's got super, everybody's in super fancy clothes all the time. The puppets mm-hmm. are really highly detailed, and I mean, I don't know. I also don't really know puppets, so I'm an expert on everything that we're talking about today. <laughs> uh, but the puppets seem pretty cool. Yeah, they're able to like inject a lot of personality into the puppets with just like movement. Like I don't think their faces ever even move. Like there's barely even lip flaps, but they're still able to convey like a ton of personality. Yeah, and when they're talking, instead of you know moving the mouth, I mean I think they still do. They do have lip flaps, but it's just like solid up and down basic movements. Um, mm-hmm. But instead of or by to compensate for that, they make the 
like the puppet's hands move all over the place and it like bounce up and down in place just constantly yeah. moving to emphasize that the other one's talking yeah um, flipping hair and like dramatically posing and stuff it's yeah crazy. oh man the flipping hair is real good the fucking what's what's his what's his name nobody knows what his name is the, the, with, yeah. the with the long pipe he's great yeah uh, yeah, sexy Gandalf. <laughs> sexy Gandalf. That'll work. I'll like. I I like that. I will allow it. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um. So there's a cool magic sword, and uh, bad guy wants it, and good guys want to keep it from being got, and there's a lot of betrayal, and also the the main guy who didn't want anything to do with anything ended up being super strong because of course he was, and he mm-hmm. uses a sword that is just. Was it just a wooden sword that was painted? Is that yeah. what it was? Yeah, because he doesn't want to use a real sword. And everybody was like, why is this this guy is a really bad sword fighter? He, he can't do anything right. And it turns out it's because he was, wasn't was using a real sword, but was still kicking everybody's asses. So, yeah. It's real good. Real good shit. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, like uh, uh, you could do like a real obnoxious meets, 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 meets to describe this show because it has it. like... like Oh, okay, now you put me on the spot. I can't think of like oh, no. good obnoxious examples, but I really like the fact that it is kind of a heist show. It's kind of a it's kind of a questing show. I like that you have like the fish out of water kind of aspect with the main character. Okay, I'm just gonna like jump in and a quick diversion. The reason we keep saying that it's impossible to know what anybody's name is is because for whatever reason the I think on the on the show they are using everyone's uh like Japanese so because it's a Japanese Taiwanese uh show it's a co-production you have yeah. it's a, yeah it's a co-production everybody has you know names with Chinese characters because Kanji uses Chinese characters and weirdly enough Chinese also uses Chinese characters <laughs> but they have different pronunciations for all the characters so uh and the version that I saw, all of the subtitles used the Chinese pronunciations, but everybody in the show is using the Japanese pronunciation. So it took a long time for me to figure out who the hell anybody was or how you were supposed to be pronouncing anyone. So like the main character can either be called Shangbu Huang or Shofu Khan. Yep. They both use the exact same characters, but have completely different pronunciations. Yeah, so I had the, I had the same thing. I watched on Crunchyroll, and <clears throat> the audio was definitely the Japanese pronunciation. I'm assuming it was that Japanese pronunciation. The and the subtitles were the Chinese uh, transliterations, whatever words would whatever that word is needs to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's very confusing, and I'm already really bad at names, and I'm already really, really bad at Japanese names, and then they combine that with this extra layer of Chinese names on top of Japanese names. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, luckily, almost everybody on the show has some kind of, like, honorific name. There's, like, a, like this cool assassin guy who kind of looks like the illustrator who designed all the games, all the Final Fantasy games up to, like, six. What's his mm-hmm. name? Amano? Asa. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amano. I can't remember his first name now that you've put me on the spot, but Amano's is... is yeah. Name, yeah. We'll, we'll look it up later in case we're wrong. But yeah, he's like the Screaming Phoenix Killer, and like people just call him that, and it's like, he doesn't matter what his other name is, because the, the Screaming Phoenix Killer tells you everything you need to know about him. Yeah, and like the 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 guy who 
we talked about the fights with the wooden sword. His name is Edgeless Blade. They eventually give him that name, I think. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a bunch of stuff like that, and it's it's pretty great. Uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sure it's nothing special to people who grew up on it, but it's pretty unique to me. And plus, it's puppets, which I never expected to enjoy a show. Something I guess we should mention also is that it's not just like puppets walking around. Like when they go to fight, it'll go into full on CG territory, and and you know, you'll get these crazy special effects flying all over the place as the swords clash or whatever. Or you'll sometimes get these really weird, like, I don't think they're actually claymation because I think it's using CG, but, like, the monsters that show up every now and then, like, look really bad, like, early mm. 90s CG. <laughs> like I I think what's going on with that, because, like, you say, you say there's, like, CG and stuff, but for the most part, everything is done practically. Like, they will, like, jazz up the fights and they will jazz up the effects and, like you know with like sort of like little laser effects and stuff yeah that's what i meant yeah sorry yeah they'll also use like you know explosions and blood and squibs and stuff like that and wind from like fans to to like give a lot of impact and they like do a really good job of doing just like little quick cuts of like people like readjusting their feet because like normally you don't see anybody's feet because you know there's a hand up everyone's ass and it wouldn't (laughs) it would look really weird if you show that but they will just kind of like cut things in to make you think that oh this person you know has legs this person can sit on a chair and they 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 cover the fact that it's you know that it's all puppets surprisingly well and it 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 creates a really good illusion like you you never mm. forget that you're looking at puppets but at the same time they work around it really really nicely one of my favorite things that they did with the whole puppetry thing is all of the main characters are super detailed and like given a lot of attention in every movement they make but Mm -hmm. then they they walk into like a town at one point and like i forget what happens but like the town goes into a panic and everybody is just fucking flopping around as they run across the screen (laughs) while while the main characters are just casually strolling through and it it's the funniest thing it made me laugh so hard the first time it happened yeah all the villagers look like kermit the frog yeah 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 it's good stuff very like very low fidelity compared to the main characters and it it works really well because you know they don't fucking matter so it's just a joke and that's what makes it good yeah uh but yeah but also the the show's like writing is surprisingly good like uh, before i brudely interrupted myself to go into why everybody's name is confusing (laughs) i was describing the show as a like i'm i'm resisting the urge to call it an isekai just because i know it'll make you mad yeah that would but (laughs) (laughs) But I'll get into the, why it, it kind of in my mind works as a description, but I'll I'll cop to the fact that it's not an isekai right now. The uh, but it's also like it's like it's like you know a heist show where you know part of the shtick is that the edgeless edgeless blade encounters the the thief of uh, or the thief of the wind dust who is Rin sets Rin Setsu Ah the austere snow crow sexy sexy is, gandalf yeah sexy gandalf with his <laughs> cool white flowing hair and his crazy pipe super and... ornamental clothing like i mean i guess that they they all have like really detailed clothing but he, he is especially over the top with how like fancy he looks <laughs> yeah and he just sort of like bamboozles uh the the edgeless blade into helping this young shrine maiden slash warrior woman protect this magical sword and he's like all right so to to get to this like to like the bad sword wizard's castle we're gonna have to like go through these like 
various mystical trials and so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna assemble a team of the best but they're all bad guys and it's like the wuxia or like wuxia or whatever suicide squad and like they all have like like history with uh rin setsuya and it they, they play it really well because like everybody has motivations everybody sort of like doesn't trust one another and everybody kind of like is second guessing what everybody else knows and mm-hmm. so you have this, you know, this ragtag group of baddies who you're like, okay, you know, they're all on the same side. They're all friends for some reason. But then each one of them sort of reveals their true colors and turns on the group. And so basically they're all just like sexy Gandalf as it turns out, which you don't know in the beginning, but it's revealed eventually is he's, he's a big, uh, super, like super famous thief. He, he's really good at stealing from everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, so he, all these people that he's recruited are some are like of like mine. They just want to steal things and be cool and steal things and you know, yeah, get, be get, evil get, and yeah, get rich off of it, et cetera, et cetera. Like one of them's a straight up demon lady. Uh, yeah, and and they, and they all hate him, but they're a, oh, they, they all yeah, they all hate him, but they know that he is going to get the job done because he's that good. Mm-hmm. And then of course there's the there's the priestess. Is she a priestess? I don't even remember. She's a, she's like a guardian of the sword. Like she yeah. just takes it at face value as of him just being like this savior, uh, and then also this fucking ragamuffin who happened to be pulled in against his will. Yeah, is just like yeah, I'm just gonna do my best because I have to. Uh, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. And really... yeah, and and, and it's and it. it it works really well to have the edgeless blade dude as the perspective character because you know why i kind of half jokingly call it an isekai is that he is from like a foreign land he doesn't know anything about where he is he mm-hmm. you know he encounters the like like the bad sword wizards minions and they're just like you've come into our domain and he's like i don't even have any fucking idea who you are and he just like <laughs> dispatches them and like one of their guys like cuts his own head off to like yes. get a message back to the to the bad guys and he's like whoa these guys are pretty intense and then he finds out that he's made an enemy of like the most powerful force in the nation and he's like shit now yeah. i gotta guess i gotta go on this quest and 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 you know and everybody you know is like you know all the other guys and the you know, all the other members of the team are clearly evil and they all clearly hate him so you're like oh you know maybe he just like got the better of him because he's just like this good guy and then it, you know it turns out that oh he just wants to steal the sword from him for himself this this damn sexy gandalf wizard and <laughs> and then it turns out that he's got you know a, you know there's like a third level to his uh yeah he doesn't want to steal the sword he just wants to steal the sword obsessive guys like pride or something i forget exactly what yeah like his his whole thing is just like owning evil people and like (laughs) making them live with their humiliation yeah yeah he doesn't do it out of any like sense of like morality he just wants to see them like get owned like he said it's really good (laughs) he's a it's he's a great character uh yeah yeah we're 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 ruining the hell out of the show but it's it's a, a very very surprisingly entertaining thing if you can if you're if you're fine with watching cartoons give this a shot like it's really good it's better than most cartoons yeah like this is like you know easily you know if i was going to include it in anime which i mean obviously we do because we're talking about on this show (laughs) 
there's i mean we've only watched the first season but then there's also a movie which i think is a prequel-ish thing and then a, another uh, another season which i believe is a sequel or a follow-up at least um yeah i mean it's a good show i don't know <laughs> i don't know if i what else what else can we talk about yeah i guess we could just go to our favorite bits sure i really liked all of the stuff with the screaming phoenix killer he was this just like totally like sicko mode assassin guy oh yeah the super edge like, lord guy yeah 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 and they have and like they they never really reveal like the true power of the edgeless blade until like quite late into the series and even I think, as the, I think it's like the last episode when they show like what his actual deal is, which is that which is that he's going around collecting all these super powerful swords so that he can find a way to destroy them, basically. Yeah, yeah, like he he does not like it when people use their powers for evil, and that's the why he uses his wooden sword because you know it it should be hard to kill people, and he doesn't like it when people gather too much power, which is and such so a he, good cliche. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, this 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 show makes a, a great use of just extremely basic morality and extremely basic storytelling, but still managing to be, you know, yeah. pretty smart and pretty pretty entertaining. Good twists and turns. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, at uh, Phoenix Killer, screaming, yeah. screaming Phoenix Killer is that his name? Mm-hmm. And they and they do that that you know your favorite thing where they they have the neutral bar where you know he's basically declared <laughs> yeah. that he is going to kill everybody who's like you know all the good guys on the show and he is just kind of like waiting for them to show up at this bar and <laughs> yeah. you know the edgeless blade comes down and starts talking to him and they're like you know can I talk you out of killing these guys and he's like nope that's my whole thing is killing guys in <laughs> fact I would have killed you already but I can't seem to like predict how opening yeah yeah it's like, like i've it's, never met that somebody classic, who is that classic stare down where they're just like looking at each other and nobody's making a move and they're like i can't find an opening <laughs> they're not doing anything they're just looking at each other yeah they're just reclining you know seemingly relaxed like yeah. drinking some <laughs> some rice wine but he's like this guy is on his guard i can't get past him <laughs> it's so good and yeah it's just you know it's 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 a great example of just extremely tropey basic stuff, but it's, it's a lot of fun. But, but yeah, the execution is fantastic. Yeah. That, I mean, all, all of the characters are basically, I, I don't want to say one note tropes because I think that's doing it a disservice, but they don't really have a lot of depth to them for the most mm-hmm. part, but they're just done really well. Like you have yeah. that and you have, you have the fucking, there's the one-eyed uh dude i forget what his fancy name is um but i really like his his little little buddy who's decided to latch onto him and thinks he's yeah. a great hero uh the spear guy um, yeah yeah like he does the whole like chuny superhero shtick of like i am the 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 champion of against the darkness and he's like <laughs> always doing like the posing and like yeah flourishing his spear around and stuff and everybody's like yeah okay dude he's clearly portrayed as like probably the weakest character of the bunch at least in a straight one-on-one fight but then yeah. if, you know of course later he's a good guy so yeah. he's one he's of got, he's one of three good guys i guess in the show right yeah like yeah he's latched on to uh 
like the one-eyed archer guy thinking yeah that. i was like i'm gonna learn how to be a, a great hero by following around this great hero but then it turns out you know you should never meet your heroes because the only reason one-eyed archer guy anybody thinks he's cool is because he's killed anybody who thinks otherwise yeah yeah yeah. which is fucking good <laughs> yeah and he's just like this is what it's like to be a hero and he's like no what it's like to be a hero is to be a good guy all the time and, uh, uh, and uh i love the i love the uh their intro was really good i don't know i it's just good stuff yeah who else is there yeah the demon lady is great she's just oh yeah she's a necromancer so she can just summon the dead or control the dead or put the dead to sleep if they're already summoned (laughs) it's ridiculous and she's just like completely open about the fact that it's like i could kill all of you i don't like any of you i'm only doing this out of pure self-interest and she just has this kind of like you know lackadaisical you know can barely care about anything that's going on attitude that is a lot of fun yeah and it's funny because uh i don't remember his name again so i'm just gonna call him sexy gandalf again like he he introduces (laughs) the demon lady as like so like there was a big war between demons and humans at one point and all the demons or almost all the demons got banished back into hell or wherever they live in this universe um and He's like, well, not all demons wanted to go back because not all demons are bad. And it turns out that she was bad, but he tried to introduce her <laughs> as if she was an all right person. <laughs> so, yeah. For a demon, she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turns out she likes people, but she doesn't really. And then, uh, hmm. yeah. Uh, did all the characters die at the end? Other than uh, you know, the main ones? All, all, the, all the bad guys did. The, okay. Because uh, they... Cause they because you know the, the big reveal at the end of the show is that the magical sword is not because like the, the the big bad guy wants the magical sword because it was used to like kill demons and he is like I'm the only person strong enough to, to wield the sword. Yeah. But then it turns out the reason they have that sword like stuck in this plinth is because it's like sealing this big demon god in a mountain and then he becomes revived and starts wrecking everything up and and then that's when our uh, hero yeah, just kind of like scroll of magic blades and pulls out the one that is good at capturing demons. And yeah, and just it... kind of like casually dismisses this like <laughs> demon god from he doesn't the earthly even, realm. He's and like, it's not, like doesn't even fucking is not even sweating it. He's just he just does it after all of the fucking because he plays it off like everything is really hard for him to do the entire time because yeah. everybody is just letting him do everything. Also, mm-hmm. and then at the very end, he just casually like like swatting a fly puts that demon in its place <laughs> yeah 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 he's a big believer of using exactly amount like the exact right amount of force to do any particular thing <laughs> and really dislikes it when anybody else tries to take an easier way out oh that that kind of plays into my my enjoyment of the like mob psycho 100 slash superman kind of morality where you have this guy who you know he has all this power but he doesn't let it go to his head in fact he's very conscious about you know i have all this power so i don't have to go all out and wreck everything because you know i have that freedom i don't need to show off i don't need to prove anything to anybody because yeah i'm very much a fan i'm very much a fan of the character who is extremely strong but chooses to not ever wield it if they don't have to yeah especially when it's like you know like in the show you know he is the you know like the sterling beacon of what strength can allow you to do and be a good guy whereas all of these other guys have 
you know, garnered the reputation of being strong either by just being like psychopathic murderers or through just, you know, finessing their own legend by mm-hmm. killing people who would, you know, wouldn't happen to say otherwise. And, you know, it's, everybody is just this, you know, combination of, you know, all of their previous sins and contradictions kind of piled on top of each other until they all come home to roost. And yeah. he's the one guy who's, you know, he's managed to like stay out of it by, you know, appearing to be the weakest guy on the block, but also, you know, secretly being the strongest. Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered uh, the Screaming Phoenix killer. He killed a guy who was supposed to join them. Now I wonder like what his story was, because clearly he wasn't going to be a good guy either, given all mm-hmm. of the stuff that followed. Hmm. We'll never know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. He might be in a prequel or something like that. Yeah, he might be. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's much more to say. All right. So in that case, email us at keyframespodcast at gmail dot com. Find us on Twitter at keyframespod. I think Andy's probably done a tweet sometime in the last six months. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, like us on Facebook at Keyframes Podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever the hell it's called now. Also, Spotify. We're on Spotify. Oh, yeah. We're on Spotify. I, now, I need to get Ben to add that to the script because uh, he keeps forgetting it too. <laughs> <laughs> find us on Spotify. That's probably secretly the best way to find us because Apple Podcasts is what I believe it's called now, and then also Spotify. Okay. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. Uh, and tell a friend. Don't tell them about this episode because it's probably going to be bad. But tell them about one of our good episodes. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Say bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>